Hi, you're listening to Cafe Twenties. I'm Anki. I'm Charmaine, and I'm Flo. And this is a podcast about being in your twenties. It's okay not to have everything figured out, but we can explore it together. Today we're doing a little throwback to talk about our university days. Hashtag Throwback Thursday. University days were supposed to prepare us for the professional world, but now that we are in the professional world, we realize there were some shared regrets about what we did and didn't do back in university. There were also some events that we didn't think matter at that point in time, but in hindsight, it was in fact a defining moment in our lives. So it'll be fun to turn our heads around a little bit and think about those days. But before diving into the episode, as per Cafe Twenties tradition, we first have the hot take, hot take of the day, where we discuss a mini controversy. So speaking of diving, do you prefer skydiving or bungee jumping? I'm deeply afraid of heights, uh, but if I have, I mean, like we just stepped onto the balcony just now on the twenty-second floor, and I was already quaking. <laughs> but if I had to choose, maybe skydiving. Mm. Yeah, what I would, about you? I would choose skydiving too, just because if you bungee jump, you're on your own. But then if you skydive,、oh, there's actually、yeah. the trainer、okay. with you, right? Yeah, so then, like,、true. if you die, you die together.、Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, Which、true. is quite nice. I prefer skydiving too. I think for bungee jumping, you're like just hanging off like a string, and they're just like <laughs> waving you around. But skydiving, you have like a direction. At least you know where you're heading. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for answering my mini controversy question, guys. Let's head on to the episode. The three of us have definitely grown a lot since we stepped into each of our own university campuses. But looking back, there were certainly a lot of things we could have done differently. So, Anki, Charmaine, and I met after we graduated from universities, actually, and we all come from three different universities in three different countries. Anki did her uni in the UK, Charmaine in Hong Kong, and I in Singapore. So, I'm curious, how were you guys like in uni, and do you think we would have been friends? Oh my god, I wish you guys were at my uni. <laughs> That would have been so fun. <laughs> we would have been so chaotic, so much. Yeah, I don't know, like drama, not among us, but just in our lives, and we could. Have gone through it together because、mm-hmm. I think when we're together, we just have this like more crazy, spontaneous energy where we are inspired to do things. Maybe we would have started a company. We could be billionaires by now、yeah. if we were in the same uni. Yeah, but everything happens for a reason. But I feel like if we were in the same uni, maybe we wouldn't. I wouldn't have been friends with you guys just because、oh. for like even though I want <laughs> as, as much as I want to, maybe I don't think we would have been friends just because for Anki, I think I would have been intimidated. Why? I don't know. <laughs> And then for Charmaine, I feel like maybe because we both are people who have wall, our walls pretty high up,、mm-hmm. so then none of us will invest in the relationship. Then we'll just be like classmates, you know?、Oh, so mm-hmm. True. Yeah. yeah but I don't、mm-hmm. know. Actually, now that you mention it, I think that might be true.、Mm-hmm. I think in in uni, I like other focuses in life, like having a lot of fun, and then like friendship wasn't a top priority. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs>、um, yeah. So, what were you guys like in uni? In uni, I was quite a reserved person. Actually, I honestly don't really enjoy uni, and I didn't have like a go-to groups of friends in uni. Because、uh, my uni was only for three years, actually. So the first year, I just started 
staying in the hall and then we had a lot of like hall activities so it was a lot of like group activities and group gathering having dinner together as a whole floor so i think it was quite nice just because like when you start in uni you're a bit lost so having that like big groups of friends i guess it it was quite nice and then in year two people just started breaking down to smaller groups of friends and then i think within that small groups of friends there wasn't any group that I felt like really belonged to. So sometimes I'll like jump around. But then at most of the time, I'll actually en- ended up like having dinner alone. Uh, like I'll just take away and then I'll eat in my room. And then I'll just watch net- Netflix over dinner. Yeah, so I think... And then for me... um. I think I was just a bit lazy in making friends because it takes a lot of effort again, right? To like invest in relation mm-hmm. in like friendships again. And then because I've made quite solid friends back in like secondary school and uh, JC, like junior college. That's why we call it in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So that's why I felt like I didn't really need to make any mm-hmm. friends. That's why I got a bit lazy. I can relate to that experience. Mm-hmm. In the first year of uni, because I guess a lot of universities around the world will have like orientation camps and I didn't attend because there was like a lot of um, rumors about like what goes on at these camps Mm. like it just didn't seem like an environment i was into but that's where a lot of the freshmen would meet friends so that's why in year one when i was stepping into university a lot of people would be like clumping together when i didn't necessarily have a constant friend group i really started only to fit like find places where i belong maybe uh in year three or year four so i felt like if i went to a three-year university like flow i would have like pretty much been the same as you i did do a lot of the takeouts and i eat back in my room i mm. quite enjoyed that to be honest yeah so yeah quite similar actually i think my university experience was quite similar to you guys in the latter years so in the first year i actually the key case study of what would have happened if you had joined those um, societies mm-hmm. <laughs> and went to those orientation camps because I went and there's um, quite a strong uh, Hong Kong society in my mm-hmm. university at uni and it's very like almost hierarchical and it's very like catty in some some respects not everyone but like the general vibe of it sometimes was a, very, a lot of rumors and things like that so I got wrapped up in that kind of world even though it wasn't one that i was super familiar with and it was just very unhealthy like like drinking like um going out and then like not like we're studying just wasn't my priority and my circle just became very narrow around hong kong people when i would have preferred it to to have the full uni experience when with like more cultures and things like that and then in second year i detoxed from that world and i just came to my senses and i was like this is so toxic for me it's not good um so i hung up more with the friends that i was comfortable with but i'm actually not really in touch with um these group of friends anymore because we don't have similar interests um so much so from that point on i was also kind of jumping in between different groups of friends that i knew um, here and there having coffees one-on-one um, but not making any super close friends and then in third year i actually studied abroad and in fourth year when i came back all my acquaintances or friends had already graduated so in fourth year i just focus on studying and I was just often like alone in my room myself I think I had like two or three really good friends and then other than that it was a pretty solitary experience for mm-hmm. me too mm-hmm. yeah so it looks like we're all there's a reason why we're all friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the friends that you did end up making how did you meet them just because you know for anyone out there who is starting out in uni and you might be struggling you know what are some ways you can find friends i think actually the friends that i met were through societies but more like societies catered towards my 
interests and who I was. And then some were in class and then some through mutual friends. I realized like after you meet those people, the important thing is to follow up. If you're actually interested to have like the coffees and to get dinner with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? How did you guys meet your close friends? In year one, I joined the dance society where we did a lot of dance performances, but I didn't really have too many friends that stuck to it because the ones that are sort of like the inner circle, they would be the ones who really invest like 24-7 into that. But I didn't never felt that much commitment towards anything. Um, I think classes were definitely a good source. I would be sort of sneaking peeks at my neighbors to see if I would vibe well with them. But a lot of the times, like they would go in like clicks. So it's a bit hard, like when yeah. you're a bit of a lone wolf sometimes, mm. but um, just keep on a lookout for those other lone wolves as well that's true or if you catch one in the group (laughs) (laughs) never let go yeah (laughs) Um, yeah. for me i guess got quite lucky too because like one of my good friends from uni she's my roommate and we were random roommates so we didn't choose and then she was just in the room and then i was just in the room like oh hi and then because we were in the same space all the time and then we just like hung out more and it's very effortless right But I think other than that, I actually don't have a lot of uni friends that I still talk to nowadays. And like going back about, you know, the things that we I regretted not doing in uni is to put in more effort to reach out to people and follow up, just like you mentioned. Because there actually were a lot of like some friends who I felt like I could vibe with. And, you know, I feel like we there, there could have been like a strong friendship between us. But I think it was just because I didn't follow up. That's how we were never friends. But I also think like in uni, timing is key. Like for anyone of our listeners who have not started university yet, like first year is a key year because after the second or third year, people become more clicky. Like their their friendships get solidified. Their capacity gets reduced because they need to focus on work. So they'll usually just hang out with the people they met in first year and made good friends with. That's true to a large extent, but I would also disagree a little Mm -hmm. bit just because I know friends who like took a gap year and graduated a little bit later and Mm. like in year five they met some friends that they just through like a camp for example and then they just became so close and all of my friends like i met in year three and year four and it's just it's never too late i guess so but year one is for sure the prime time if you want to cast your net out (laughs) (laughs) and i would say if there's like uh, opportunities for you to join those orientation camps just give it a try usually though those will last for like maybe three days right if let's say by the first day you're like oh i'm not enjoying this you can just leave mm. you there's nothing to lose right you don't have to say stay for the three days but just sign up because i think it'll be a good uh, time for you to meet different people and see um you know which groups of people will you get along with yeah. with that being said though do your research on which orientation camp yes. you're going to if there's like a lot of negative rumors wrapped around it then i think you should really take them mm-hmm. seriously and decide whether or not they're for you yeah 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 there's yeah there's a lot of different types of orientations camps so in my first year, I actually went for three different camps. And then there's actually different stereotypes. Some is a bit more, I would put it this way, right? Like it was more for the seniors to have fun rather than for you yeah. to make friends. And then some other camps were a bit more like um, catered to people who actually want to make friends. But 
What was um well you know obviously we go to uni and we meet friends but what about studying? <laughs> How was What's studying, studying <laughs> for you guys? Because um I think all three of us went to business school, right? Yes. Yeah. So we went to business majors. I think business school was very different from high school, just because like high school there was a lot of theories. Everything was individual exams, right? But then when you go to business school, it was like sixty percent project work and then forty percent like individual mm. work. So that's why it was very different, just because studying doesn't mean studying alone it means doing well in your projects wait do you guys prefer group work or individual work i actually completely forgot about the group aspect until flo mentioned it i don't know if i was like trying to block it out of my memory (laughs) but like now that you mentioned it i'm like oh my god there were so many free riders in the group projects and like i feel like everyone complains about free riders but i've never heard the side of the story from a free rider and so i don't oh. really know what the mentality is like i think the worst is those free riders who are not even embarrassed about who they don't even feel guilty about being a free rider mm. and then you know those like outright uh, free riders who are very outspoken so it seems like they actually do a lot of work when actually they didn't and i feel like this is a very common phenomenon in business schools there's so many snakes who look like they do a lot of work when actually they didn't right and then there'll be there'll be people who is like the first one to grab the markers and then they'll be like let me write down stuff and then they'll ask what do you guys think because they actually have no content (laughs) that's why they they're just the one who's writing Hmm. with the markers and then they'll get everyone's input and then they'll just write them down but then they look like they're the leader who has all the ideas so um i think in business school and in uni in general whatever majors you're in you get to see different groups of people and then you learn to understand how to deal with different groups of people mm-hmm. but now in the professional workplace i don't think i've actually met so much of a free rider as explicitly as in uni so i'm just curious like mm. where have they all gone <laughs> what are they doing now maybe when thanos snapped yeah. Them, yeah. and then they just disappeared i think that's what i like about the workplace is that i don't think there will be free riders because everyone's hold, held accountable mm. for their work be it through their performance reviews or you know like peer accountability mm. like you can't free ride on a job that you you, you get fired, I guess. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. quite interesting because it seems like this free rider problem was just in uni. Yeah. Also in oh. uni, I guess it's because everyone had different priorities. I know a lot of the free riders, they just, they were more consumed with society work. Yeah, like extracurricular yeah. activities, mm-hmm. things like that. Actually, I want to bring a specific situation in, mm-hmm. in the, in the, onto the table. Because I remember in my last year of uni, I was actually very consumed with the rest of my modules, which was individual yeah. or exam. So I was just like, I just want to do well. Mm-hmm. And I was in a group work where everyone was already friends. I mean, I had a year abroad so they knew each other from first year so they were very close and very um they were very on top of like who was doing what and I was the only one that wasn't friends with them and so when I came to that situation I didn't so much free ride because I still did what I was asked to do but I didn't like I wasn't proactive like if there was something up for grabs I would just like pretend I didn't see it because I would just be like oh I don't want to be super involved in this project I just want to do what I want to do Mm -hmm. but then at the same time it I remember it very clearly because it's not a situation where it was like a team dynamic anymore you know what I mean so like if you're faced in this situation like what would you do I feel like if I had you on the team I feel like I would have been okay with it just as there are people who are so much more shameless 
like i don't think i mean there are always people who are who need to do other things and as long as you're doing your responsibility i think it's okay mm, yeah i think because like it's it sounds like you're more of the minority right the only one who weren't part of the group so if let's say i was part of that four people and if i want you to participate more then i would have made it more of a open environment where you can actually participate Mm. and you don't feel like an outsider Mm. Mm. but Mm. i guess in uni i think looking back like we weren't this wise right we there's a lot of things that we didn't think about and it was more just like we i think it was very rare for people to separate people from the problem so they think like oh why is she not why is she not collaborating or participating as much when actually the environment didn't facilitate you to Mm. be able to do that right so i guess people in uni were still learning and then there's a lot of things that we would have we could have thought more about like thinking from the perspective of the quote-unquote free rider i had one experience where we sort of called him out on it we were like um you f- we feel like you really aren't even doing the bare minimum you know you plagiarized the whole paragraph which could have gotten us oh in God. trouble oh, damn. so we called him out on it and then he sent a very long reply saying he was having a very hard time keeping up mm. he's failing all of his other classes he felt like everyone's english was really good so it was like a lot of challenges which doesn't justify him plagiarizing but it's just sometimes there are pe- things other people are struggling with that we, we might not have insight into and you know if possible it's just we could be a bit more understanding and just have more open conversations that could facilitate a more effective way of working which i think you know once you're doing a job you'll be you you know to do i guess at work now um it just feels like we have one module mm. you know <laughs> but then when we were in unis we we're juggling with so many different modules and it takes a lot of different skills and there's group projects for everything so then it was just there wasn't a lot of mental capacity for you to properly do things mm, true in university i never felt like there was a cutoff between schoolwork and having my own life like i felt like there was always a midterm yeah. there yeah. was always a project that i had to do whereas at for work depending on how your work-life balance practices are but you i think it's definitely possible to switch off if you really oh, want yeah. to. oh yeah yeah i think if you have a day off then you just really have a day off if you have a weekend it's really a weekend it's not like you always have a report due yeah. next week it's quite nice mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. which is why for me personally i prefer work than uni i miss the freedom of uni yeah. but work wise i definitely prefer the structure of work do you guys have any regrets on what you wish you didn't do or what you wish you could have done back in uni? I think the first thing would be the orientation camps we talked about. Uh, I think it would have been helpful to just join maybe even one or two. Just because everyone in that first semester, it really helps to have someone to go to a class with you. Mm. But um, it's a good to have, not necessary if you didn't do it. If you're already in freshman, mm. <laughs> second semester. Um, but yeah, definitely do it if you haven't yet. I think mine is a bit opposite. So I wish I did not go to that orientation (laughs) camp. So again, do your research. I think what to Charmaine's point, orientation camp is a very good opportunity, but just make sure you're going to the right one. Um, I think then that would have avoided me a lot of um, struggle, um, a lot of bad behavior, or maybe it was something that I just needed to get out of my system. Who knows? Or a lot of maybe heartbreak as well. It's all tied (laughs) together really. So in terms of that, then that's something I wish I didn't do. Um, but because I think that would have also made space for me to just 
make full use of the internationality that comes with a university. Like there are just so many people in a uni where, and I just, why, why did I just hang out with people from my own country that I was comfortable with? It just doesn't make so much sense to me now. And if I were to go back to school, I think that's something that I would return to school for just to understand more from people from different countries. Yeah. Um, but that, all, with all that said, I think that if I didn't have my first year experience as such, then it wouldn't have led to me taking a year abroad. Then I wouldn't have, you know, met my boyfriend now that you know that that episode has launched. And then um, and then I wouldn't have this job now and wouldn't met you guys. So I think, again, everything happens for a reason. That was my that's ac- exactly my regret, too. Um Like I've mentioned, sometimes I just like take away dinner and then eat in, in my room, which was something I really enjoyed, especially with Netflix subscription. (laughs) (laughs) But I think one of my regrets was also not like going out of my comfort zone enough. I feel like I should have explored more and put myself in more uncomfortable situations so that I could have grown or developed myself more. Yeah, so that was actually one of my regrets. Because like you mentioned, right, there's so many different groups of people in uni. I think I was a bit like narrow-minded for just being scared to approach different types mm. of people and just to like get to know them better have lunch uh, together like initiate conversations with them i think that's such a great way to put it going out of your comfort zone i i really didn't take a lot of initiative back in university i think a lot of the friends i ended up making was i got very lucky and they took the initiative to reach out to me and bring me into like activities that we could do together or competitions that we could join together that help to bond us. And I think it might also have something to do with our personality type. So Enki is a bit, she used to be an extrovert and then now she's more of an introvert. But then back in uni, you were an extrovert, right? So I'm guessing you're the type who, you know, reach out and initiate lunches and dinners together. But then for Charmaine and I, we were introverted. So then I've seen this meme where it's like, how do introverts make friends? Extroverts adopt them and then make their friends. (laughs) Yeah, and basically that's what happened Mm -hmm. back in uni. Like I, I just got adopted by extroverts. That's how I make friends. That's mm. true. No, but more about the comfort zone part that you mentioned is also that, um, like you shouldn't take yourself so seriously when you're in university. It's like the perfect science lab for your life. Yeah, you can just do anything. There's no financial repercussion unless you break public property or something. Just don't do that on no a wild trespassing. night. Yeah, no trespassing. <laughs> don't do anything illegal. But other than that, then it's like there's no repercussions in terms of friends. If you if you mess it up, you're never gonna see them again. Yes. If you don't want to, the campus is so big. There are like a few thousand people. Like financially professionally try everything do everything like just don't take yourself so seriously i don't know why i took myself so seriously i thought everything i do is gonna impact my future but now it's like (laughs) man i could have done so much you know yeah Yeah. i really like that point because that's also one of my biggest regrets like just not experimenting yeah not drinking enough (laughs) (laughs) in moderation everyone done a lot of reflection and it seems like while we do have some regrets we've you know ended up at a similar place or at least in a good place in our lives what do you think has changed and what do you think has led to that growth 
So for my university, internship was actually compulsory, right? In year two, we have to uh, do a, at least one month internship, I think. If not, then you can't graduate because it's part of the credits. And I think by year two, a lot of my friends were, even in year one, they were actually doing a lot of internships already. But for me, to be honest, like I, I couldn't be bothered. I didn't really see the value in internship because I was just not very internship driven back then. But then... I went for exchange and then I met this guy who scammed me in the end and then (laughs) yeah and then I think I kind of used that negative emotions I felt to make sure that I can be someone who is more employable so then year two year three onwards I actually just like doubled down on like being and make just making sure that I'll be employable and I'll get a good job by the time I graduate. So then I started uh, joining a lot of different clubs and then I started joining different events. I just like read a lot of books about um, like business books and management books. And I think one of the reason why I'm here today is because I joined this uh, leadership program by McKinsey, which I which is basically I think why I'm here. And it wasn't easy to get to that program. But now that like you've done that, I think it gives a boost to my CV, which only had like one other internship. (laughs) Yeah. But my point is like sometimes like negative events happen in your life and it just depends on how you deal with it. Right. Yeah, I think I had a similar experience to that and can relate to that on a deep level so I was also emotionally scammed by a man (laughs) from that I I had a lot of insecurities like am I not good enough and I'm am I not pretty enough am I not smart enough and at that time because I was focusing so much of my energy on external things it my, my grades went down as well and that's also what helped me to what also translated into the study abroad experience because I just needed a break and so from that like through those the all that time for study abroad, I turned that kind of negative energy into like, okay, I need to, I don't know, I need to, I need to get my grades together. I want to lose weight, you know, look pretty and everything, all of that. And like, be really employable and smart. And I think that's what catapulted me to where I am today as well. Yeah. So I've changed a lot since then. Hopefully. (laughs) Contrary to both your experiences, I did not change because of heartbreak. Uh, Bless your soul. Switch is not a bad thing. Yes, bless bless your soul. You're one of the lucky ones. I I think my change was because of a more, like a nerdier reason, to be honest. It was... um, in my like third or fourth years, I start getting pulled into like a bunch of case competitions. Mm. And um, basically, for anyone who doesn't know what a case competition is, it's just you sort of go into um, a competition against all these universities, like companies will pose like a question and then you have like um, a period like anywhere ranging from three to like 48 hours to solve that business problem and present it to the executives. Very fancy fancy. But the only way... <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason I joined it was because of the travel we because it's, it's hosted Free a lot of different travel. countries. Where did you yes! go? I went to Australia. <gasps> wow. Oh my goodness! And I went to Florida. So two wow. free trips out of it. Did you go to Disneyland? Full, like, oh no, we went to this um, crocodile they usually park. Go, they usually go to Disneyland, but for our year we didn't. It was still an amusement park though. But still, wow, mm. yeah. so fun. Yeah. 
And I was initially, I was very hesitant to join it because it's a really big commitment. Like that was all my weekends were gone. Um, I didn't get any sleep. Um, but I, my CV like sh- shot up after that. I felt mm-hmm. like, and that's one of the reasons why I I feel like I have the job I have now, and I'm really thankful to the friends who made me go through it and it made me a lot tougher in in the academic sense. Wow, <laughs> yeah. it's very nice. It's like a really nice alternative route to take <laughs> to university. It's very nutritional. I love it. And I think one of the like looking back right to when I first just graduated even I feel like I've developed quite a bit one year ago my one like myself back then wouldn't have thought that I would be where who I am right now so I guess that's that's quite a considerable amount of growth I would say and then for both of you too I'm sure it's like that right you feel the same way I think one of the reason is because like the environment that I'm in now it is an environment where I feel like people actually believe that I am someone with potential and I can grow even like who I am now doesn't define who I will be in the future so there's still that room for growth Mm -hmm. and I feel like people actually believe in me and they want to invest in my professional development so I think just having people around me believe that I can be a better person also motivates me to continue growing and to continue to work on myself it's so important to find that support system and that network to help you but I think also sometimes in uni, maybe for us who had more solitary experiences, it's what the first option is to go out and find those people. Mm-hmm. But I think the second option is like because maybe when you're alone, it's not easy to find those people. They they're not readily available. So I think one thing is you have to remember in uni, like you're still so young. Like the world is so big. All the goals that I wrote down in uni, now I've surpassed them within a year of graduating, which is crazy. I think I remember one time it's like I went to a career talk and I won't name which company, but they had like a little uh uh, a card. Like those like postcard things they hand out like as part of their marketing material. And it was just like a a ladder up to the moon i was like oh, i'm not really a fan of this marketing so i like took the poster and i flipped it around and drew the ladder up beyond the moon because i was like why should i go to the moon like this is stop limiting me i oh, think that wow. you need to definitely have your dreams beyond and i think what we want to communicate to you today is just that like there's so much more than you can ever imagine in the world like definitely just like you know experiment go further and uh, believe in your own potential when you're in uni especially yeah yeah yeah, that's a great point like if you don't have people who believe in you then you should start with yourself right believe in yourself (laughs) so cheesy (laughs) 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 but yeah exactly no and i think going back to regrets again one of my biggest regrets i have a lot of big regrets (laughs) let them all out let them all out (laughs) but one of my big regrets is like me setting barriers for myself Mm. so i didn't join let's say i didn't join this case competition because i feel like oh i'm not smart enough i didn't join this club because i feel like oh i wouldn't be able to do that and people around me there are so many more competent competent people out there who would do better than me so why would i even join in the first place and now that i'm looking back nobody was setting that barriers on me it was all like self-imposed i just i just told myself I, w- I wasn't gonna be able uh, I was not capable of doing that and why did I do that you know because mm. you never know and there's nothing to lose to right if let's say you join a case competition and you lose at least you know that oh I sh- 
maybe I don't win or I don't make it through the first round in my first trial, but then I can try again. That's so true. Mm. Even if you screw up, right? Whatever. You're never going to see those people again. You mm. leave university. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no experience is too small for your CV. Even if you go to a no-name startup or you, you, you work at a coffee shop because you you know you need to make extra money while you're, you're, you're going to school, you're going to build skills in every single one of those experiences. I think one of the reasons that I was hired in my current role is because I've worked at a coffee shop or I worked folding clothes in a clothes store because they value that variety of experiences. So anything that you do, no matter how big or how small, depending on the opportunities you have in front of you they can be built up and also they would definitely provide you with like personal development those long periods of holidays months and months of summer break you're not, not gonna get those again once you oh, are yeah. oh, working in the real world yes. so travel <laughs> travel <laughs> do internships work in a coffee shop Go do as much as you can yeah. learn a new language yeah yeah take yeah. a train from asia mm-hmm. to europe mm-hmm. and leverage those university resources honey yeah. like use oh, those yeah. free therapy sessions <laughs> go to those language clubs exactly. you know like <laughs> Dental yeah, appointments. Do all of those things. So much is free when you're uni- yeah. in university. Like even online. Okay, this is getting Discounts. into a nerdy region as well. <laughs> like Tableau is free for university yeah, students. Yeah, it was. Yeah. LinkedIn learning and everything. Yeah. So get on that, everyone. Get on it. While it seems like we did have some regrets in university, I think we're all settling quite well post-university. And, you know, a lot of these regrets, we were still really young. There's still time to rectify anything we might be haven't done. But at the same time, we hope what we didn't do is going to offer some valuable lessons for you to hopefully improve your university experiences if you're still in university. seems like from the conversation today we all had university experience where we're very formative and at some sometimes we're the best days of our lives and other times very challenging and personal development focus it's good to see that we've grown since then and i'm happy to have shared this moment with the both of you thank you for joining us for this heartwarming conversation while we reminisced about those more simple times before we joined the workforce If you like this episode, let us know. We would love to know if you have any good university memories or regrets you want to share. You can comment this on our Instagram post for this episode and follow us for any updates. Our account is at Cafe20spodcast. That's Cafe20spodcast. We will also leave this in the show notes. You can find us on all the places you usually listen to podcasts, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So subscribe and please leave us a rating. We post episodes every other Thursday. Check out our Instagram for more updates. Thanks so much for joining us today. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.